SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. So many sports, so many memories, so many players, so many teams, so many great matchups, so many possibilities. Now are you really going to pass all that up? This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, folks, here we go with Sportsbook Radio. Glad to be with you. Joining you from Sunset Station, Andy Isco. Awesome work in hour number one. That was fun. Bruce Marshall is here. Yeah, man, season win totals. That was a fun, fun little sidebar discussion to dive into that. Yeah, it's getting a lot of attention nationwide. Uh, not not our little discussion, but I mean the fact that that NFL season win totals have been posted and they're starting to be, you know, d- dove into Dove into, do, 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 if you do a deep dive, then I guess you um, dove deep. Stevie might be the the, the English grammatician specialist. What do you think about Dovin? I don't think so. No, it's not. <laughs> where's, where's <laughs> soap? Hey, hey, there, there, was, there, there was the sound effect, Stevie. Yeah, no, I have, I have, I have. Again, I have no choice. My I, father I, was a journalist. My grandmother was an English teacher. It, you it, can't get away with that with me, Andy. I'm sorry. I, I, I will say this. God bless my mother. And when I was a kid, um, and as long as I've been in TV and radio, even when I was on TV, I would write, you know, whatever, um, Colts, Dolphins, ad-lib. Like, I would always ad-lib everything. But gra- grammar, grammatically, I'm usually pretty, it's not should have went, it should have gone. It's not where we're at. You know That's what? redundant. It's where we are. Either way, we know what the thought is. You no, know, well, yeah, but but I'm, my point is, when I was a kid, I'd be at the dinner table, and if I said it, it was like her thing. Like if if I said something that was grammatically incorrect over dinner, I got corrected. So she cooked with a ruler, Brian. I got. No, the, she was cool. She was no, she was tame. I got the evil stink eye from my grandmother when I misspoke. Oh, that, that was. I got. I got the correction and was told to repeat said correction. Oh, she she corrected me, but she also threw in the evil stink eye, which was not fun. <laughs> hey, Stevie Slapshot's back in studio. We have a Bruce Marshall sighting from the gold sheet. It is always good to see you. Good, sir. How you doing? Good. And they, I was just at Fatburger, and they were talking about your discussion about NFL season wins. So they are talking really nationally. Yes, everybody. What was that? What was? What did you overhear? Like, what did you actually overhear? That that Isco and that Blessing are really. Oh yeah. Well, how about this? I'm going to throw this out there. Of all of them, Andy and I did this in the first hour. This one would shock you. Of all the numbers I looked at, first blush, first peak, Washington season win totals eight. With that defense, 
and Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think they can win nine games. Uh, that defense is good. It is. Um, I I think so. Um, but I you know they would have been in a lot harder for Deshaun Watson if that thing hadn't been so toxic. And I'm still not sure they might have another move coming okay. at quarterback. Though I think you know the other. The, the other po- uh, possibility there, I, mean, I, I believe Henneke's still around, and they like what they saw of him. They can win a game with him. I mean, how good did he he, he played his – was that one, one of those really cool sports moments where, sure. like, who is this guy? But he played his lungs no, out. They, and they lost that game, and every Redskin was running over hugging him, and, like, we love you, man. That was awesome. No, they, they think he could be a viable guy if, if Fitzpatrick – Reverts back to his old form, so it's well, possible. Fitzpatrick's yeah. stopgap. There's no doubt oh, about sure, that. Sure, but I mean, this. I mean, the the window for the Redskins with this defense is now, next couple of years, because if free agency comes up, they're going to lose some of these guys at some point. You know, so thinking, they got a defense. Yeah, I'm Bruce. I'm I'm thinking the one thing I feel most confident in that division is the Giants are going to be improved. Yeah, assuming they I stay do. healthy, and you know, yes. we we get to see Daniel Jones now with a, yes. a running game. Uh, we I think Philadelphia is going to take another step backwards. Right. Uh, Dallas is Dallas. We're meaning that yeah. it's more likely that they underachieve than overachieve because the expectations and are always there. They were and nine. They were nine and a half. Dallas, right? Yeah. Now, I remember part of that. Everybody, public remember, team. Remember that. Remember that, that injury. Remember that nine and a half is for a seventeen-game schedule now. Right. That's it's a yeah. point we'll yeah. take. I like like Andy mentioned the Giants. So that's the team I would keep an eye on here. They've made you some, were kind of drooling over them a little last year too. Well, I've. I you know I I got to admit uh, the last five six years I've probably lost more with the Giants than any team. I think they. Well, they're a different animal team. if Barkley's out there. But well, they, they are. They're, they're, yeah. We're getting. Are you getting a little leery of this poor kid that you know staying on the field? Yes, I know it's it's injury prone and, and his durability is a question. Uh, but they almost made the play. I mean, had the uh, Eagles been able to beat the uh, beat the Washington in the last game last year and that Sunday nighter. The Giants would have made the playoffs at six and ten. They did play better down the stretch. So I, and some of the upgrades they've made in free agency. I mean, they're trying. I mean, they really are making a, a go here. And and uh, uh, Dave Gettleman is still there. And this is this is like they got to do something this year with him. Joe Judge has got a little bit more rope. Uh, the reviews have been mostly positive on Joe Judge, especially yes. considering what he didn't have to work right. with last year. Right. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We are up against a break. So what we'll do in the next segment, though, Andy and I did the deep dive, but maybe get your take on a couple of them, Bruce. And specifically, you watch the Broncos very, very closely. They're a polarizing team. We'll talk a little bit about the NFL draft and how this will all impact regular season wins and all the good things that come with it. It is Vegas Sportsbook Radio. We're coming to you from Sunset Station. Don't forget the STN mobile app. Up to a $500 signing bonus. Lunchtime, 9701 West Flamingo. John Smith subs. All the six-inch subs are only five bucks. Golden Knights game day. We're ten. Uh, we're hockey garb in there. You get ten percent off too. Can't beat that. Screaming deal at John Smith subs. Coming back to Vegas in a moment. Stick around. Where's the winning edge? It's sports. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. There's only ever been one thing in your life that's been there for you. It's meant memories, family, friends. And yeah, we'll say it. Fun. Welcome to your home for talking sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Usually do the injury news and notes and updates somewhere along the course of the program. It's always brought to you by Uzu CBD Plus, YUZU. UzuCBDPlus.com pain. You can manage it the all-natural way. Promo code's blessing, 10% off your first order. Free shipping orders of $100 or more. It's not injuries per se, but first and foremost, we had the Vancouver situation where they're supposed to be back on the beam, and the players from Vancouver said, we're not ready yet, fellas. And that thing's still twisted in the wind. And Stevie... Yikes. Here we go again. Now we're talking about the Avalanche. Yeah, the uh, National Hockey League announced just a few minutes ago that as a result of a third Colorado Avalanche player entering the uh, NHL's COVID protocols uh, program, that uh, the games tonight and Sunday versus Los Angeles, as well as Tuesday's game against St. Louis, have been postponed. Okay, on the hockey front, on the Sports Grid Radio Network Series 204, Saturday night at midnight, Camp Stewart, Andrew Torres, and I do a show called Light the Lamp, and it's also on Sunday morning at 7 Eastern. It re-airs. Uh, so we'll, you know, clearly we've been talking about all this stuff. And Steve Carp will be with us on Vegas Hockey Hotline here at 1 p.m., and that's at KSHP.com. You can listen to it live. Scott Farrell joins you at the top of the hour on the network. Um, but man alive, guys, Bruce Marshall, Andy Isco are here. For starters, the Canucks conceivably are playing 19 games in 31 days, and that's with the season being extended to accommodate them, and the other three divisions would start the playoffs while they're waiting for them. This, now, with the Avs, this could compound the problem, and it's this great race to get done before the Olympics, and we're hearing reports that Tokyo's still a coin flip. Yeah, that that, that could change things completely. I, I wouldn't there's a lot of different pieces, moving pieces here, the Olympics being one of them and what NBC has to do. But uh, it, you could see a scenario where the NHL might just push everything back if it could, if it could figure out something with the TV, and especially if Tokyo decides they're not going to do it. Uh, that might not be decided that quickly. But uh, Well, I mean, what compounds problem the here. problem, though? Yep. They want to do their business to get back on the, yep. the calendar year with, from a right. business perspective with the draft. But you also have Seattle in the expansion draft, right. and they want to start like second, you know, first week of October. Right. They want to get back to normal in eighty-two games. Yeah, and remember too, uh, next year, uh, assuming the Winter Olympics go on, um, the NHL players are back in the Winter Olympics, so uh, the season would start a little bit sooner. They would have that. I would. I'm assuming they would have the breaks they did back in 2014 and 2010. So. You've got that to think about next February. There's going to be uh, 
probably, if, if the Winter Olympics go like we expect, there would be the NHL players are playing. And Andy, did you, I heard this earlier in the week, and it kind of it hurt it, and then it went away. But did you hear that like Biden was thinking of going Jimmy Carter here on the Beijing Olympics? I heard, I heard it, it once, as, I like thought a, a I, rumbling. I heard it thrown out there as, I wouldn't even call it speculation, but uh, you know, something to just think about. I don't know that there's any real momentum behind that, but uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if it is being discussed. Well, we'll dive into this. I, I wonder if the points percentage thing doesn't come into play in the NHL. It, it looked like you're, as all systems go and, and you were good to go. The Vancouver thing, I mean, the one luxury they've got, at least at the moment, is that the top four in the north look pretty entrenched, albeit Calgary would probably flip a lid. They're four behind Montreal, but Montreal has three in hand, so I don't see them catching them. So they they could say, Vancouver, timeout, because the, the, the yeah. terrible thing would be, right. although Vancouver's already gone through it, yeah, but you wouldn't want them to then drag another team into it, as well. But that's the nature of the thing. Yeah. But the other thing is, if the players are saying we're not ready, the main and Steve Carp and I were talking over in the sports book watching uh, Keeneland. That's a great point. J.T. Miller from Vancouver said we're not ready. Where's the NHLPA? Yeah. Like, why's J.T. Miller got to come running out and be the spokesman for this? Where, where's the Players Association sticking up for their guys? Yeah. I don't think there's a, a coordinated message here or effort. I think uh, it's all sort of uh, they're, they're dealing with everything as it comes up. And they could, like you said, they could certainly use the NHLPA making a stand here. Okay. We were talking about NFL season win totals with Andy Isco in the first hour, and we'll get the archives and, and the shows out for you on my Twitter, Brian Blessing. A lot of good information, stuff I think you can, you know, revert back to for quite a while. Well, let's say at least for a couple of weeks. How about that? Until the draft, because then things get nutty. But I did want to ask Bruce, who, you know, he's got his finger on the pulse of all teams. But Bruce goes back to the days of Lou Saban, and they're killing me, Whitey. And you're a big Broncos guy, and you were really frustrated with the coaching and the decision-making and all the things that were going on up there. Well, what do you make of Denver, per se, and what they're going to do in the draft? I I think they may still try to make a move. Uh, the new GM, George Payton, uh, I don't think he's done yet. He, stipped, he, 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 he stuck his toe in the water with Matthew Stafford. Um, I don't think they can go into next season with, again, Drew Locke, Jeff Driscoll, Brett Rippon, and a quarterback they take in the third day of the draft. He's got to make another move. The, the, the most recent thought is that Bridgewater might be on his way to Denver. Peyton and Bridgewater have a connection from back in the Minnesota days. The overarching thing in Denver, though, is that everything seems very, very short-term there right now. Yes, they brought in Peyton from Minnesota as the GM. John Elway, though, has basically got one more year to run as team president. Um, Vic Fangio is obviously on the clock. They, they did bring a lot of these guys have been signed on on one-year deals. You know that they brought back Von Miller and the rest. The biggest news in Denver, though, is uh, the trial that starts challenging Pat Boland's will in july in which the family members there's there's a there's feuding members of the bullens who have messed this entire thing up plus the trustees who've been running the organization for the last five six years 
Broncos country wants the Bolins to sell. Just get out, go away, sell, and leave. Let's start fresh. This has gone on too long. So that's the overarching thing in Denver. But what they will do, uh, Peyton's still got another move or two to make, I think, before the draft. The thought is they are going to bring a quarterback in. It may not be in the first round. It may be someone like Bridgewater. Someone like Sertain, the cornerback, might be a first-round pick. So they're looking maybe on the corner. That would be a spot they might look at in the first round. There's no thought of them perhaps just going for it and making a big gamble and going up and getting one of those elite quarterbacks in a trade, even if they've got to give some draft choices up. There's a chance. I mean, they could. One of them, right? Now, Fields seems to be the buzz guy. Fields is going up. Lance is the wild card. But some mock drafts have Denver. Lance is sitting there at nine. I mean, there's yeah. talk about the Patriots, yeah. you know, looking at him as well. Is there any chance they go up the ladder, or do mm-hmm. they sit there and let it sort itself out and see what falls in their lap? I think they're trying to move up the ladder here, uh, and I, and I I am I will guarantee you somebody's moving up still. That we haven't seen the last of moves before the draft. You have to believe that Denver's got the best defense in the division and the weakest quarterback in the division. Right. And, and, and when you look at the division, you know, let's say let's say Herbert is. The real deal. Yeah, he's going to be in the league a long time. Mahomes is going to be in the league for right. a long time, and even uh, Derek Carr still has what six, seven years of uh, productive football ahead of him. So yeah. the Broncos, you know, if they intend to, con- if they intend oh, to they contend, need they need a very, a very severe upgraded quarterback. Yeah, it's like, and they're kind of stuck in limbo because Locke isn't bad enough where they're probably going to end up with a you know top three or four pick in the draft. He he's a six to seven win sort of quarterback. They need to take advantage of that outstanding defense oh, in the next yeah. few while years. Oh, yeah, while they still can. But it's everything short-term. This is all a one-year time frame, and that's that's very tricky. Hey, don't forget our friends over at Oasis 4955 South Decatur. The kitchen's open 24-7. The great gaming promotions. June 1st, back to wide open again here in Las Vegas. Let's be smart about it, but boy, it'd be fun to get out and see all your friends and meet new friends over at Oasis 4955 South Decatur. Coming back to Vegas with Andy Esco and Bruce Marshall and Stevie in a moment. 24-hour network giving you the most... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Your search is over. You found it. What you've been looking for. The definitive culmination of the state of the art of, of sports, sports talk. talk. This is the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, we're back with you here. Sportsbook Radio coming to you from Sunset Station in Henderson. Check Esposito, important guy. Important guy. They're believe me. They're getting ready for football. I can guarantee you that. By the way, I talked to Chuck. This is not a formal, official announcement, but it looks like 
pretty good chance we're going to be doing a Kentucky Derby seminar, which is always great fun the night before the Derby, the first Saturday of May. So we'll have more details on that for you for all the horse racing fans. Uh, Andy Isco and Bruce Marshall are here. Brian, so Stevie, I don't know when, when Chuck put this out, but uh, what do you got? Las Vegas Raiders early lines. Oh, we nice. Don't, we don't know the sequencing of the schedule, but we know all 17 opponents. And I just saw pick that up uh, this oh, morning. And he just handed it over. Let's just see. Uh, Chiefs at home are 10.5 against the Raiders. The Raiders did beat them there last year. Raiders just open up at Cleveland. Browns 4.5 no, point favorite. We don't know if they open up at Cleveland. Oh, forgive me. I'm sorry. The, the, he just went alphabetic. Just You're right. Yeah. The division games, Raiders are 3 over Denver at home. Uh, let's see here. Raiders at home 1.5 over Washington. And the Raiders a two-point favorite at home to the Bears. So all this stuff's going to start to crop up. It's pretty cool stuff. Uh, hey, Stevie, back in studio, Steve Carp said during the break, the NHL announced, now, you know, moving the games around, the Canucks' last game is May 19th. And just to give you a frame of reference, let's pick a team, the Bruins. The Bruins' last game is May 11th. Steve, I'm telling you, there's going to be American teams in the playoffs before the regular season ends in the North. That's probably what's going to happen. That's crazy. They might do that. Uh, Who... Who is their last game? Does Vancouver need to play that? No, it's a game last... with Calgary. Yeah. I mean, by that time, the game could mean... Nothing. Nothing. And, and in which case, just scratch it. So but, maybe that happens, too. Maybe there maybe there's some game, meaningless games at the end of the year that are lopped off. All right. I mean, it's the, it's the world we're living in. we got a baseball game going on. Bottom third, Atlanta-Chicago 1-1. Uh, bottom three at Wrigley. And we got a couple of games postponed. White Sox, Red Sox, Mets. Oh, they did did cancel it. Uh, Mets, Colorado. They were shoveling snow, Bruce, up in Denver today. Yes, uh, I Denver's saw the first and the last with the snowstorm. Yes, they are. We saw some snow this week up in uh, Minnesota. Minnesota with the games with the Red Sox. So I mean, it was, I mean, good snow too. It was like, <laughs> wasn't just like a little flake. I mean, no, snow, that snowball making snow. snowball making, and they were still yeah. playing. Uh, how about the baseball wars, Andy? How we doing here? You know, a little more than a dozen, 13, 14 games in. You getting a grip on some of these guys? Yeah, starting to. Uh, the, the pitchers have made uh, their about third time around the rotation now, so you're getting a little bit of feel for those who are performing at home and on the road and some of the early season uh, surprises. Uh, until they lost yesterday, the Red Sox dropped their first three games of the season at home against one of the weakest teams, at least expected to be weakest teams, Baltimore. And then they go on and win nine straight before losing a game uh, yesterday in Minnesota where they rallied back late to tie after really looking lethargic through the first seven innings. And uh, uh, they've been, I think, a bit of a surprise. And I think by the same token, the Yankees have to be uh, uh, considered a surprise in the negative sense, more so from their hitting than their pitching. Their pitching was considered to be a vulnerability, but their bats have uh, have really uh, struggled to put runs across the plate against uh, some mediocre pitching that they've been facing now it's a long season but uh, uh, you know you can't win it in April but you can certainly play yourself into a deep hole in April and uh, uh, of course uh, one of the things also Bruce I've noticed a lot of these divisions 
and I know it's only 12 or 13 games, but you have so many divisions where the leader might be 7-5 and five and the last place team might be 5-7 and seven, as opposed to, well, the Dodgers are, what, 11-2? and two, And normally you would, you'd see some divisions where an 11-2, you'd have a team that'd be like, you know, 3-13. and 13. We're not seeing that this year yet. Yeah, I think the American League, the leaders into today, we got Seattle, Kansas City, and Boston. Uh, all struggling uh, last year. I, Kansas City might be a team to watch. I, I think there's something going on. Some nice young them. pitchers. Yeah, they've got to keep you know Duffy healthy. Uh, Keller's got to pitch like he did the other day, so they've got a chance. Watch the A's now. I talk about streaky. I mean, they started off cold as ice. They have picked it up big time now. They've won and five in a row. The they're, they're scoring runs. They uh, you know they got a run line price that's probably around even money against Detroit tonight. Um, they they're scoring about almost eight runs per game in this win streak here, and that makes it a lot easier on their pitchers. It makes it a lot easier to play the run line with the ace. By the way, even when you win, you lose. It was really sad the other night. I'm watching. I believe the Golden Knights were playing, if it was a mistake. So I'm watching the hockey, and I don't know if it was Twitter or my phone or whatever. I get the Rodon perfect game alert so i switch over to watch that i was so sad that he hits the guy with his big sweeping curveball on his foot and and it was and the hitter wasn't like he leaned into it he he was trying to get out of the way it just hit him but he's still got the no hitter but boy there's something about perfect game yeah boy he got two outs away and uh it was like and right that pitch whoever they i was watching mlb network and they switched over to the white Sox. yeah that's what i did and they and they uh, the right before that the announcer said watch out break be careful on these breaking balls because they come in and you know and he the, right that pitch and that's when Rodon did it but they were uh, the the Indians were really uh, uh, flailing away at him late in that game. That was some good early season game between Bieber and Giolito earlier yeah. this week. The game that yeah. 0-0 and the Indians scored uh, two in the top of the uh, tenth yeah. to win it. And uh, two no-hitters in the first two weeks of the season. Yeah. you have any pitchers? I mean, I usually try to do this, identify a handful of guys, and, and you ride the wave against them. Mostly it's against them. You know, I'm, I'm looking at a guy that's really groping at it. Um, yeah, I'm playing over in their games, and I, I kind of do that. I find myself really gravitating to certain pitchers and, and running with that and identify six, seven, eight of them over the course of time. And it's not going to be flawless, but more up, you know, you're going to win way more than you're going to lose. Are there any pitchers on or against either of you Johnny, guys? Johnny Cueto has been on fire for the Giants. His last two starts have been incredible. Now, we'll see if he can continue that, but. One thing the Giants are doing, they Giants are playing pretty well. Uh, the bullpen is really performing well for for Kapler, and they come in with different look. This Rogers, with the submarine stuff, they bring him in as a setup man, and then McGee's coming in completely different stuff as the closer, just throwing hard. They really mix you up out of the bullpen there, and it's helped Cueto with some of his. They kept they almost let Cueto go the whole way that game last Friday. He's pitched extremely well, and the Giants are kind of an interesting team. A couple of uh, pitchers that I've been looking at. You mentioned uh, Brad Keller from Kansas City. Had a fine year last year in the strike-shortened season. He's uh, starting nicely this season uh, over in the uh, uh, in the National League. Corbin Burns of oh, yeah. uh, Milwaukee is uh one of the fast-rising uh, pitchers to keep an eye on. I want to see if uh, Jack Flaherty of St. Louis, who struggled in the shortened season last year, if he can be back to the form. And another one who surprised me, has poor, who's uh, not pitched well, is uh, Freed of Atlanta, his yep. first few starts. He struggled. I'm doing a double-take here. Indiana on top of Utah, 32-24, final minute of the first quarter. Why are they playing so early? I noticed that as an early start in, uh, in today in uh, Salt Lake City, and I was a little thrown off by it. But, uh, yeah, it is an early start. I'm not sure why. 
Maybe there's a party tonight somewhere. <laughs> in Salt Lake City? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, the game's in Utah, not <laughs> uh, Tonight, Clippers and Sixers. Clippers are on a flat-out dead run. This is intriguing. And you look at the Clippers, seven-game winning streak, and they're playing at Philly, who's a three-point favorite at home. Philly is a team that remains this monster at home and you don't know on the road. 21-5 and five at home, three-point favorite against the Clippers on a seven-game winning streak. That's a good one. Yeah, it is. And, you know, the one thing about the uh, Sixers, until the game with the Brooklyn the other night, they had gone under, I think, seven or eight in a row, and they had gone under every game since Embiid returned to the lineup uh, two weeks ago. Then they went over in that game. They have played uh, extremely well. The one I'm looking at tonight, though, I'm actually going to make a case for the Pistons tonight. This is sort of an against, against OKC. City. Have you seen some of those scores? Yeah. They've been blown out by severe double digits on the road. In fact, they actually had a decent game the other night where they covered in a loss. Uh, I forget who they were competitive. It was one of their best performances yeah. because it wasn't a double-digit they, loss. They've been losing games like it's Gino Ariana's, Ariana's UConn <laughs> beating you know, Rutgers or something. Or it's the I mean, Trotters or, against or the Generals. Yeah, right. I mean, it's been unbelievable. How wide open is the NBA this year. Big picture, the whole cut them down, cut the nets down. Very. How wide open? Is this the most wide open you can yeah. remember it being in a long, well, you long look time? look at the East, and Brooklyn is the favorite overall, but are you going to get the three stars, Harden, Irving, and uh, Durant, on the court in a seven-game series? How many of those games will they be able to be healthy enough to play together? So that brings it. I, I, I have Philadelphia rated as the best team in the East, but not by a large margin. And if Brooklyn is healthy, they're probably and, better. And in the West, the Laker injury situation, they're supposed to get LeBron and AD back, they think, by the end of the month. We're talking about AD playing uh, their next game against uh, Utah. Yeah. Is Phoenix but, more than just a cool story? I think Phoenix is legit. Here, Chris Paul has Chris made Paul. all the... Yeah. Remember, last year, they were an afterthought in making the playoffs only because they wanted to extend it a little further. They, go, they win the eight games, and... Th- Barely miss out on making it into the into the full tournament, and then they get Chris Paul. This team was believing in itself at the end of last season, yeah. and Chris Paul, his leadership and his experience, has. If there was any question about Utah about Phoenix being a fluke, he's erased yeah. all of those doubts. The injury thing too also applies to Denver now. In the wake of Jamal Murray's injury, there were people who thought after the deadline deals, especially bringing Aaron Gordon in, that Denver might be the team to beat in the West, and I was sort of one of those. It's different now. You lose a guy like Murray, and you don't have time to make a replacement. We'll see. Hey, we say this to all the time. June 1st, Vegas is opening up full bore. If you're coming in from out of town, A, you want to get a mobile app. B, I totally suggest check out more of the local stay. I think you'll like a place like Sunset Station, the stations, casinos. If you're heading to the Strip, stop down and see our buddy Tony Neville at Treasure Island in the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Sports Bar. That's a cool place. Coming back to Vegas with Bruce Marshall and Andy Isco. Keep it right here. 24 hours a day, every day. It's real. And it's here. We've got to come up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. 
Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit uzucbdplus.com today. Glad to be back with you here. Sportsbook Radio from Sunset Station on a Friday. Andy Isco's here. The logical approach. Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet is here. Steve Carp's coming up. Our good friend Vegas, Vegas Hockey Island, top of the hour. All, all things hockey, we've got you covered. KSHP.com. There's the Listen Live function. Follow me on Twitter at Brian Blessing. We get all the links out there for you. Scott Farrell's coming up at the top of the hour on the network. So, Bruce, the Gold Sheet, we're talking the NFL drafts coming up. Spring practices in football. Basketball is kind of college hoops behind us now. What's the focus for the gold sheet? When do you start really cranking away and, and diving into football? I'll do a, a draft preview within the next week uh, before I go down to Florida next week. So Stuff I'll we can bet that. on, too. Yeah, it's heavy can bet on that. But baseball, too, is really picking up now. I mean, it, it never... It's always that way. It, it, as soon as college hoop ends and then baseball comes in and now we're... We're getting a little bit long. I mean, because the schedules changed, the NHL and the NBA are going to go longer than they normally would. So they'll almost bleed into football into into July. So uh, it's everything to keep us uh, busy there. But I will have an NFL draft preview within the next week. And it used to be there was a lag time between the start and the end of sports. And yeah. now not only are there overlaps, the overlaps are getting longer. Yeah. Andy, very analytical in your approach, the logical approach. What about the Olympics now that uh, around here – are there things in the short sample that we've had with Olympic wagering that you stick your toe I, in? I, I will on a sport-by-sport um, sport basis. I don't prepare for it like there are some people who live for the Olympics. And unfortunately, this year, they're not able to bet on a lot of the preliminary events, the mm-hmm. swimming or uh, some of the other events that uh, have a lot of uh, lead time up to the Olympics. But uh, I'll follow it. I did a lot of... Uh, betting when it first came out here in the 1990s on the Winter Olympics, uh, the hockey in the Winter Olympics. That used to be of a very high quality, but I've I've stayed away from the Olympics now because there's so much more that you get involved in. I mean, now you take a look even, now I didn't get involved in it this year, but you've got the FCS football as a, a distraction, and it'll be interesting. I don't know, Bruce, how you're handling this season as far as how it's going to carry over. And I know they're young kids, but asking them to play competitive football you know, they're going to play, what, maybe something like 12 games or or actually more games in about an eight-month period may be asking a lot, and you have to wonder if the quality of play is going to suffer. Yeah, you wonder. I mean, a lot of the, the, the high schools are playing now. And then some of those kids will be playing in college next year, but they're playing in the spring now. In California, that's they're, they're doing that now, and I think they are, forgive me if I'm not uh, up to speed on local high school football here, but I think they're playing now. Uh, no, I don't believe no, 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 so. No. They, 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 a while back, they, they they thought maybe there'd yeah. be some okay. spring. I think there was thing, too much opposition. Okay. Yeah, they said yeah. No, California's yeah. actually doing it now. Long Beach, Orange County, they're they're playing high school football now. I was telling Steve Carp, the big day to my granddaughter's first. I don't know how she gravitated to this. Uh, she's in sixth grade lacrosse. Wow, got a lacrosse game tonight. Wow. Okay. There we go. We got something. I got to go home and teach her how to slashing elbows. You know, <laughs> my greatest, the greatest lacrosse story, the greatest lacrosse player ever was probably Jim Brown. Yeah. Interesting. Two sports. He caused the a rule change in uh, lacrosse. You have to keep the wick the, the away from your body. He used to have it. He just would barrel through and have the stick right 
pulled up close to him, and he caused a rule to be changed. He was like uh, Wilt Kareem. and uh, and Kareem in, in basketball. What they did. It's Jim funny. That there's a hockey team. connection too. A lot of the hockey guys yeah. were, were good at lacrosse. Um, yeah. John Tavares. I don't know if it's it, Steve Carmen. Is it his uncle or his brother? His uncle? John, well, John Tavares or, or, with the Leafs. There's Tavares plays with the Buffalo Bandits is one of the – he's oh, a Hall it's, of Fame lacrosse it's guy. It's big stuff. I had a couple of good friends who went to Johns Hopkins, and they said there they treated lacrosse guys like football guys at big schools. You'd be shocked of all the – Andy always comes running in with the, you know, the Joe Namath program or for the Super Bowl. In my youth, I had cousins in Maryland and Virginia, and I'd go down there and spend the summer. I'd spend like three weeks in yep. Maryland, then go over to Fairfax and go to – but the one year we went and saw, it was I'm I'm ninety percent sure it was definitely Johns Hopkins. It was an NCAA. It was either the, the championship game or a semi game. It was an NCAA tournament. It was Johns Hopkins, and I believe it was Virginia. And yeah. the game was a College Park. Oh really? It, it was an NCAA at, tournament. At Bird game. Stadium. At well, yeah, they used to call it Bird Stadium. Anyway. Yeah. You know, we were speaking about uh, you know uh, programs and things like that, and we're talking about the N- N- NFL draft. You got Joe Namath, you got Richard Todd, you got Ken Stabler. Who's been the best NFL quarterback from Alabama since then? Uh, I know a, there've been a few in the NFL. It's a good question. I mean, uh, Jeff Rutledge for a while. Um, I gotta think. Rutledge was about the same time the, Todd was, though. So that's about yeah. They're, the same, they're, yeah. You know, because they're talking about Mac Jones, and you wonder with, and it's almost like Ohio State. You haven't had really a great number of Ohio State quarterbacks who have, you know, Heisman contenders or winners. And they don't really McCarran. make it the pro career. It was McCarran. He had a, a you know a cup of yeah, coffee. He might so, be. But, he might be the, the proper answer. But yeah. when you think many. about when you think about Mac Jones, and, and the, the criticisms of him, you, you one of the things that comes into mind, and maybe makes you wonder why San Francisco, at least supposedly, is high on him. I don't necessarily believe that, but that's a, that's a different topic. Is how much of his success was due to the outstanding athletes that are first round draft yeah, that's choices Trevor at wide, re- yeah, at wide receiver that's, and the that's my con- back. that's my concern about Jones. It's my concern about Justin Fields, who checks every box, but again, he's playing on a team that's great. Jones even more. Some Trevor Lawrence maybe too. Um, I mean, if you yeah, honestly, last two years, I'm no scout, but I got a pair of eyes. I think the Wilson kid is more the prototypical guy. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it would be very interesting to watch. They'll be attached at the hip, right, Lawrence and right. Wilson. Well, he's really came on like gangbusters this last year, and he looks. Listen, we know the eye test; we can see. I mean, it's we've watched enough of this. I think this kid is the deal, and if the Jets take him at two, they're going to be very happy. I think. You know, you watched him, and honestly, they played more games than anybody, right, yeah. in the beginning of this, and they were on TV every week. Yeah. Obviously, he's got the gun. And he's got the mobility, but it's his ability to throw oh, accurately oh. and stretch the field on the run. They could have. Is this a fair? He, he's he's a, got a little like Josh Allen to him. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I thought that UCF bowl game they could have scored seventy points if they wanted. They really looked good. I remember BYU also has a long history of producing NFL quarterbacks, both outstanding and even you know well above average. Going back sure. forty years, sure. How have you adapted, Bruce? I always talk about this, and, and we've been like we're father time, right? We've watched all this stuff. I always say, used to be the first three picks of the draft, they make the team, and anybody else after that, it was a bonus. Now, an undrafted free agent 
if they cherry pick the right guy can come in and make the team and be impactful. But fourth and fifth and sixth round guys, some of these guys end up starting now, and they'll throw the young quarterback into the deep end of the pool right out of the gate. Are you more cognizant of a team's draft class in terms of what you're believing a team will be in the early stages of the year before you really see them play? Yeah, yeah, somewhat, sure. Um, I'll say this, though. The later-round picks almost all make the team now. Salary reasons why they're almost all there. Now, the next year, maybe they're not there, but fourth, sixth, sixth, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh-round picks are almost all on the team. That's the other big difference. I don't know when they went down to seven rounds. It was several years ago. Well, it used to be like 17. It used to be 17, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so that took— That would be a week-long event on TV. Yes, and it was uh, that was way long ago. It also used to be the draft would happen before the end of the season, too. So this, this is totally different. Same question to you, Andy, though. I mean, do you pay attention to say, boy, they got some significant pieces here that are impactful and and well that's now would you give it more credence than you did 15 years well we we talked about it in the first hour somewhat and that is the differences between let's say 2019 and what we saw last year with the rookies not having an opportunity to have the otas and work with the the coordinators etc and you're basically having that again this year although maybe there will be an earlier start maybe you know like we said vegas is opening up but july 1st maybe the nfl will have some activities earlier in uh, uh, earlier than august you know because there's planning on the uh, three preseason games. So I think it's a lot more difficult this year. But in past years, yeah, you would take a look and uh, see how teams are gelling during the preseason. Uh, how uh, when, I, I, when I look at quarterbacks especially, I look for decision-making, and equally as important, their poise out there on the field. You can't really tell that, though, in preseason. Yeah, we can, and we can, rem- I mean, we can remember. I'm going back in the 60s now. When Mike Garrett signed for the Chiefs, the Rams had taken him. This is in '65, before the seasons ended. They did the draft. He signed with the Chiefs, coming off the field at the East-West Shrine game up in the Bay Area. That's when he signed. Joe Namath signed for the next the, morning. Signed, the next morning after the Orange Bowl, and the Cardinals were the team that had his NFL rights. But they had already drafted you know, these guys before the, the season. The crazy ended. thing is, I don't know when what it was, and it was only about three, four months ago, and I saw. It was a documentary, and I don't know if it was about, I think it was about Namath, I guess. But, I mean, I remember all, you know, as a Jet, I remember all that stuff when I was a kid. But I had really never seen the old college footage of him. I mean, oh. he ran like a reindeer. Oh, yeah, he was. Before the first knee injury. Sure. Many, many people believe, and I can understand why, that he may be one of the most overrated quarterbacks, but he was one of the most important quarterbacks because of what he did with the Jets in Super Bowl three. But... You can only imagine what he would have been if he had not one but two healthy knees. Right. He he was a great athlete too. He played other sports in high school. He was a basketball player and all. Yes. He he early name of the way he moved. So Kenny Stabler is also a great runner too in in college. Oh, but for you remember how it ended? Where he's just he's limping into the huddle. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're, they're holding him up. And Joe. I mean, he is with, with the Rams, right? Yeah. Seventy-seven. Yeah. Uh, I got to ask you, we got a couple minutes left. What's your take on Tua with Miami? Should we be a little more, uh, I don't know, forgiving? Patience, the word, not forgiving. The A is coming off the injury. B, he jumped in midstream. I don't know, you know, it wasn't really like a normal training camp and preseason. You know, it, it looked like there's limitations there. The stretch in the field, maybe that was more decision making than anything. 
what do you make of this guy's second kick at the can? I, I think it's his last kick there. I think he's on a very short leash. I had heard that there were some people in the organization who thought he doesn't have it. And the reason is because I know he came in late and I had the injury and all that, and he started midway through. He didn't look at, he had what I call Paxton Lynchitis. Dump off, dump off, dump off, check off, check. You've got to look downfield. And the Raider game here, late that game when Fitzpatrick bailed the Dolphins out, yep. the greatest example, Tua could not throw downfield. No, well, that's just it. Slant routes and linebackers start jumping that, and it's over. Yeah, it's over. And they didn't make the run until Fitzpatrick came in the game late. I'll be interested to see how Sam Darnold does in Carolina with his yeah. career. I give him a shot. I, I, no, I, I like it quite a bit. Matt Rule, you've got a coat, you got McCaffrey, an outstanding weapon, and you don't have revolving offensive coordinators like you had with the Jets. Right. That's another problem that he had up there. You, but you, I, you take two, one step forward and two steps back the I, following season. I do believe without the toxicity around Deshaun Watson, now Miami would have been in for him. This is what I had been hearing, but it, that's all sort of up in the air right now. So a two is on a very short leash there. This He's got this season, maybe half the season, to show he can do How do you more. think the Sean Watson situation plays out? I don't know. Because, don't know. Uh, you know, Houston, that could be a toxic situation mm. affecting Houston all year. Uh, I, I heard some one of the accusers recanted, not recanted, but bailed out of the suit because she privacy reasons, whatever it is. All of a sudden, we're getting all these suits. But at the same time, you wonder if there's, if, if there's no legitimacy or if he's okay. If he's okay. Houston could be in good shape if these if. things are resolved in time. Hey, don't forget, it's a Golden Knights game day. So, if they're on the power play on social media, Adam S. Kuttner on Twitter, you get a chance to win tickets to a future Golden Knights game. Coming back to wrap things up on Sportsbook Radio, racing to the weekend. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Don't think of us as a place to just hear sports talk. Think of us more as an all-you-can-listen buffet of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, Sportsbook Radio here on the Sports Grid Radio Network Series Channel 204. Scott Farrell's coming up top of the hour. Locally on KSHP, we'll be doing Vegas Hockey Hotline with our pal Steve Carp here from Simbin.Vegas, lots on the docket on the hockey front. We invite you to join us for that. So of course, Stevie Slapshot will be part of the equation. We'll have some good fun. Always love talking hockey with you on a daily basis. But currently, Andy Esco and Bruce Marshall are here. We, what do you boys like cooking for the weekend? Is, is there a little calm before the storm? You know, I mean, we know the draft's coming, and then the football thing's never in the not-too-distant future. It's a, it's a storm every week, I think. I did, by the way, I made a bet, future bet the other day. On? The Predators to win the Stanley Cup. I got 32-1. to 1. If I would have jumped a few days earlier, it would have been like 60. Let me throw, I'll, I'll throw a couple at you. The St. Louis Blues are 55-1. to 1. Yeah. 
next week they will be 30 to 1. And I'm yes. telling you, if, if they beat Arizona, if they once they're entrenched in fourth, that thing gets cut in half. Florida is still a ridiculous overlay. Yeah. And I'm not saying any of them are going to win the cup, but those numbers are going to drop like a rock in the next 10 days. I saw the Boston Bruins today at 8-1 to one to win the Eastern Division. They got Rask back. They've got uh, some firepower. And take a look at their upcoming schedule. Oh, okay, wait a minute. Win the division in the regular season or come out, or come out of the East in the playoffs? I, I'll have to check. I believe it's to uh, win the regular season. Okay. I'm not sure this team gets to the playoffs. I was telling Steve Carpenter a break. Watch the Rangers right now. They're killing. Now, lesser, they got two more with the Devils coming up. Look at their win mark. The games they're winning are like, they're hey, killing people. where would they be if, if Panarin didn't miss? Didn't miss what do you miss, nine? Something like that? Several weeks. I mean, where would they be? They've sort of started the search since he came back. And, oh, by the way, you know, with the realignment, the Rangers are the team that got scalded because... Yes. It would be all the teams they always play against, but insert Boston. They've got four points to make up on Boston right now. Well, Boston's uh, got three in Boston's hand. Got, That's the rub, yeah. yeah. Always great stuff. Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet. Andy Isco, as always, friend. Thank you, guys. The logical approach for Andy. Uh, Steve Carp's coming up next. Vegas Hockey Online. Stevie, hang in there. We're talking hockey soon. Thanks to Chuck Esposito, all our friends at Sunset Station. We hope everybody has a wonderful uh, weekend around the country. Thanks for joining us on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius 204. Odd lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. Sports Grid. This.